Hi guys, this is Dr. Freshana. I hope you guys are doing amazing. Like always, it's such an honor to connect with you. Today I want to talk about suicide and Muslim families. Suicide and Muslim families. Let's look at the statistics. It is the second leading cause of death for people ages 10 to 20, 10 to 34. In May 2020, during the COVID-19 pandemic, Emergency department visits for suspected suicide attempts began to increase among adolescents aged 12 to 17 years of age, especially girls. During February 21 to March 2021, suspected suicide attempts and eat in uh, emergency department visits were 50.6% 50. 50. higher among girls aged 12 to 17 years than during the same period in 2019, 2019. Among boys aged 12 to 17 years of age, suspected suicide attempts in emergency department visits increased 3.7%. There's one death every 11 minutes because of suicide. And more than 47,500 people died by suicide in 2019 alone. Just imagine, just, just take in those facts. Take in those facts. So, Number one, what are the stigmas related to suicide in Muslim communities? A, many individuals are stuck on the fact that suicide is a sin. You will never go to heaven, preventive, but also limiting, right? Next, shame. B, it's shame for having mental health struggles. So many individuals are stuck on, quote unquote, suicide is a sin, and the shame for having mental health struggles. So, what do the what do what what do our communities need to do? It is clearly noted that the biggest sin is associating another partner with God. We also know God is the most merciful. Let's keep that. Let's keep it at that. Who are we to shun families as communities or religious affiliations where families feel compelled to lie if their child does, dies from suicide? or are struggling with suicide attempts. No one is teaching them how to get help. God is the most merciful and he is the only judge. He will decide how to proceed. Who are we to judge if someone has a biological imbalance or did something they had no control over at that moment? We need to do our part as a community, provide support, show compassion, provide normal funeral arrangements and create healing spaces. And Specifically, be preventive, preventive spaces. This is key. Not talking about it continues the ignorance cycle of not getting help. Knowledge on how to get help and creating spaces can save lives and families from struggling in silence. Imams are afraid to talk about it, obviously to protect the families. However, if we break those walls of shame and confusion regarding mental health struggles, the light of pre prevention can come in. According to the CDC, 90% of people who attempt suicide and survive never go on to, to die by suicide. So we need to focus on the fact that preventive me measures matter. Preventive measures matter. I'm going to say that again. According to the CDC, 90% of people who attempt suicide and survive never go on to die by suicide. So preventive measures are key. Just like we get help for physical ailments and make, take medication, we need to normalize getting help for mental health struggles and taking medication and using other treatment modalities. It's, this is key. 
I mean, why is it okay to get help for physical ailments but not okay for mental health struggles, right? We need to clear those discrepancies, right? Those vague lines of dis- and those discrepancies that keep us stuck in unhealthy patterns. There's nothing wrong with you or your family because you have these struggles. Some of it is environmental, biological, or genetic, or a combination. We are all tested differently. Some of us will be tested with physical ailments and some of us with mental, mental health struggles. Still, life's, these are still life's tests and treatments are available. It's a chemical imbalance. Don't let the stigmas of que- or don't let the stigmas question your ability as a parent or getting the appropriate treatment. Remember, Prophet Ayub, Prophet Yusuf, God tests his greatest soldiers. So let's create those safe spaces. Next, what do you? Next question: What do you think may be contributing to the increase in symptoms of depression amongst youth? Youth. Well, number one, social comparisons. Social media constantly feeds our ego by emphasizing social comparisons, hence skews our sense of self. It basically promotes inadequate thinking about our life and appearance. Number two, excessive social media use and need for instant gratification. Dopamine activity increases when you get likes and get comments. It starts transferring to all areas of our life. The American Academy of Pediatrics has warned us about the negative effects of social media in young, in young kids and teens, including cyberbullying and Facebook depression. Next, the pandemic and minimal healthy social interactions, like less, for instance, less exercise, no real gym class, commute, less vitamin D, you're, you're in your thoughts more, has definitely increased and played, has, has increased those symptoms in youth. So next, what are some misconceptions related to suicide and mental health? All right, this is extremely important. I really, really want you to focus here and take notes. Suicide ideation doesn't just come from major depressive disorder. Suicide struggles have been linked to ADHD, borderline personality disorder, and bipolar and the bipolar spectrum. It can occur due to personality disorders. It can 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 occur due to a personality disorder shown as compulsions, more behavioral shown in ADHD as a form of impulsivity. There can be dual diagnoses. You need to know what you're treating. So it's extremely important to not just chalk it up to, oh, that person is depressed, right? Many of us don't know this. Many of us don't know this. So getting, becoming aware and getting, learning and educating ourselves is extremely key. The other misconception, you just need medication. No, you need an entire support system. Right. In addition to a psychiatrist, you need a psychologist to do an, a psychological assessment, a physician involvement, therapists, uh, DBT groups, if necessary, school officials, etc. You may do drug gene testing to narrow medications. Basically, drug gene testing combines pharmacology and study of genes and their functions to develop effective, safe medications and doses that are tailored to a person's genetic makeup. Again, many families do not know this. Many guardians do not guardians do not know this. Spread the awareness. Spread the awareness. Next, misconception. Taking antidepressants like Prozac is enough. Absolutely not. You have to get you have to work with 
a psychiatrist to find the right medication combination. If dealing with ADHD medication, if you're dealing with ADHD medication, to stop impulsivity related suicide ideation. There's borderline personality disorder. There's, you need medication and DBT, right? If it's a bi the bipolar spectrum, one medication may be lithium. It's a psychiatric, psychiatric team, and you decide on all this, right? I'm just giving you a preview of what it may look like. I'm not a psychiatrist, but li lithium is one of the best medications to stop chronic suicidal thoughts. Again, using this depends on your medical and psychological profile. But depending on what we're dealing with, this is where you work with this, the team, the, med the medical team, the support team, and figure out what, what is the best route. So you don't just chalk it up to like, oh, yeah, it's just, Prozac is just enough, yeah. Or, uh, you know, medication is just enough and that's it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. No, it requires a team of a team of people that work together to help this child or individual who's struggling. Next question. How can families get help? Specific steps. What does a support system look like for a person with mental health struggles? So, firstly, let's make first and second generation families more aware. They're swimming in a sea of see unaware of all the subliminal, subliminal influences that may be hitting their family. Train imams and mosques, parents. We need more Muslim therapists with DBT training, which is dialectical behavior therapy. It is the number one treatment for BPD. It teaches emotional regulation. It helps family dynamics such as communication, finding the middle path between teen and parent interactions. Next, the support system for the child entails a child's therapist, psychiatrist, medical doctor, school principal. For parents, it's strong fr friends, parents can trust, parents own therapists, positive relationships with the school, some religious support, and persistent. You have to fight for your child. You have to fight for your child. No one will fight for your child like you do. You have to fight for your child. Next question, what are some struggles you may face on the way to recovery and possible solutions? Stigma, of course. Think about what is going on for this parent. There's, there's fear in and out of hospitals, uncertain if their child will survive this, religious confusion on the matter, shame, overwhelm, asking themselves, how did I fail as a parent? But simultaneously, that parent has to be strong for the child. Now you think as a community, we have the right, to, do we really have the right to shun them? To shun this parent out, to shun this family out. Unfortunately, in many cases, many families feel they have to hide what happened to get proper burial, and that's unacceptable. Unacceptable as a society. We should shower struggling families with knowledge and compassion. Who are we? To, who are we to judge a chemical imbalance? Next, find the right medication combination. Getting medicated without a clear picture or diagnosed with with all these many disorders find out the right therapist and treatment so again i'll say that find the right medication combination right have a clear picture of what you're dealing with like what's the diagnosis or diagnoses and find the right therapist and treatment so it's not just medication it's a combination it can be uh what kind of uh therapeutic model are you going to use what kind of uh, group therapy are they going to engage in next solution do a psychiatric evaluation, psychological assessments, gene research, familiarize with different treatment modalities, get help sooner than later, 
So substances don't get in, don't get into the picture due to impulsivity struggles. So sometimes we don't deal with the medical, the mental health struggle early enough, and then we have other external problems we have to deal with, like substance abuse, right, or other impulsive behavior. So let's you know get try to catch it early on. So what's my last advice for viewers? First step to accept the reality of how what is going on as a society, right? Even just by saying suicide struggles are real, drug and alcohol addiction is real, mental struggle mental health struggles are real, relational struggles like divorce, step fa- step families are real. Let's just put it on the table, right? Let's normalize the realities of life. If you struggle with any of the above, you aren't a bad person. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with your family. Everyone else's family isn't better than yours. Everyone is tested in different ways. You didn't fail as a parent. Get help by talking about it. One person talking about it can save a family. And that's all I have to say. Start talking about it. I'm going to send love. I'm going to sell healing energy. So let's normalize the realities of what our families are dealing with, the challenges they are dealing with, and stop with the stop using religion or some parts of religion or your t- twisted perceptions of religion to validate the cultural nuances. Stop it. Stop the stigma. Stop the shunning. Stop the shaming. Stop the using, oh, it's, it's a sin. Who said that? Who are you? Who are you to judge a chemical imbalance? That's, that's God's decision. That's, that's, that God will decide. So stop and show love and compassion. Create those open spaces and safe spaces for families with whatever struggles that they may be going with, right? Whatever that, that's outside of the norm, quote unquote norm. That you may be used to. We don't live in the same society that we lived in five decades, four decades ago, or five decades ago, even one decade ago. So let's provide help and let's save lives. Thank you.